the HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. staring deep into your eyes right now just because Nora's doing that to me so creepy I know well I feel creeped out right now that I want to creep someone else out because you're like giving me the death glare it's just called resting bitch face RBF I believe is what the kids say out on the streets what the kids say what the kids say <laughs> you know just just one of those days where you feel really old when you're surrounded by younger peers you know what I'm saying? Do you ever get that feeling? Well, I work with a whole bunch of old, not old people, but older people. You're working. I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell <laughs> Rachel, I'll tell some of your older co-workers that <laughs> you think that they're really old. No. That's Rachel, basically what you said. I mean, sometimes Rachel does forget that she's 10 years older than me and I'll make a reference to something and she'll be like, no, Nora, I do not relate to that. But. Yeah, that's how I feel sometimes when I talk to my co-workers. A lot of them are younger there's a couple that are around my age. Like my boss is around my age. There's another guy. He's a couple of years older than I am. And I'm trying to think in my department, there's, there's a good mix. I'm just jealous of all the Swifties that you have in your department. Hey, that's that prime demo right there for Tay Swift. I know. I mean, she's good. Okay. Like my generation, I feel is like is, is a generation that grew up with Taylor Swift, like has legit seen her grow up. She is the music industry. I mean, she is right the now. The music industry. Let's not let's not make this a huge Swifty <laughs> thing. After all, fine. People are coming for smut. That's what they're coming for today. I know they're going to be disappointed this week. Why? Well, so my book that I read for the podcast. Well, I guess. <clears throat> The book that I read last week and then the one before that, I'm trying to go back to pull like my last like two, three books have had like a little bit, but n like spice level for me of like a one. Uh, so we need to whore these books up. Yeah, I got to pick. I got to pick a really good one for next week. Um, but I got... Um, if it stinks, I almost want to tell you not to do it. I mean, there's there's a little something. Now, I read such, <laughs> I guess, such raunchy books that, like, the this I was 90% through the book before I got any spice. And to me, it's like, that's almost like a fade to black to me. And 
but I picked, I, I had to read this book because I got approved for an ARC, which is a advanced reader's copy. And essentially <clears throat> I got, this book doesn't come out until November, but, and so I got early access to it to read it, but I have to post a review in a certain amount of, a, of time from getting it. So that way they have my review for marketing when it comes out. So I had to read this book and it's labeled as a romance book, but not smut romance. I think I should write this book for you and leave a review based off of your smut tale. No. So if it stinks, I'm going to tell this author it stinks. There (laughs) needs to be more raunch to it. The book was cute. I wish now there couldn't have been more raunchiness because of the book. So the book was called Midnight Repeated by Danny McLean. And essentially this girl wakes up. um, She keeps waking up on New Year's Eve because she has to figure out what she wants to do with her life. Now, it's what was kind of a nice twist is it wasn't just finding the guy to kiss at midnight. Like she had to truly find how she wanted to live her life. So, of course, there was a guy involved, but because she had to keep repeating it and it took her a while to realize, like, kind of what she wanted and towards the end, she realizes that it's the guy that she wants. And so you couldn't have really added more spice to it, but I wish the part that did have spice would have been just a little bit more, a little bit more sprinkle of it. I'm just saying, I need you to go back to all the books that you've read. Uh-huh. And I I want you. Do you want me to find a different one for the week? Because I can pull one. I, I just don't want to be let down. Okay. I feel like the whole point of this is to kind of shed light on some of these books that are out here. That's true. That's true. Um. Okay. So, but if you are someone that doesn't really like a lot of smut, but you want a little bit of like, instead of just a typical, instead of like a, I guess a PG rated romance where it's like, they just like a Disney rated where they would just kiss at the end, but you want a little bit of something. I would recommend midnight repeated. Um, But this is why we read Sarah Kate because her book mercy, I've got so many, you know, quotes because I like 32 of them. So, let's see. I I, th- I don't want another downer. I felt like there was like two weeks. When I say downer, I feel bad saying downer like that. But there was two weeks in a row that they just, they weren't that good. So, I don't want there to be like two bad weeks, a good week, and then bad weeks. I know. I get that. I'm sorry. I keep, you know... Uh, let's see. I mean, you're really having to dig here. <laughs> no, from the there's books a that lot. you read, I think that you would have plenty to be like, oh yeah, that was a great book. Let me go back to this one chapter. I had a whole bunch of stuff highlighted. I I I don't think that you have a lot of those in your phone based off of you scrolling for so long. Well, this book I have over 32 highlights, so I was just trying. To you know, thirty-two highlights. Remember highlights, the magazine. Totally different than some of these smut tales. 
Do you remember the highlights magazines that you would see at like the doctor's office? Maybe as a child. Do you not know what I'm talking about? Maybe I bet if I saw it, I would recognize it. Uh, you, I'm gonna pull one up here so that way you could at least have a visual of what a highlights magazine is. Because I feel like if you're if you're a human and you've been inside of a doctor's office, you should have seen a highlights magazine. Okay. I are you serious? You you've never seen this? I probably have. Come on. It's saying that I don't have internet, and I know <laughs> I have internet right now. Okay. So we're going to go back to Mercy. Okay, let's go all the way back to Mercy. This was, for a recap, this is the book. It's Salacious Players Club, where they own a sex club, and this is Maggie, who is the dominant to Bo. Um, <clears throat> and this is, this is Bo's point of view. I take my time savoring her arousal as I fuck her with my tongue before sucking with intensity on her clit. She's fully awake now, but her eyes are still closed. The sheets grip tightly in her fist. After a few moments of sucking, she finally lets out a raspy scream. Her back arched and her thighs clenched. When she goes silent, I know she's deep under the wave of her climax. You're disappointed in that? Yes. I yes. feel like... The first quote I think I ever read was pretty tame, and you were like, "That's kind of intense, Nora." And now you're just like so used to you're so used to my quotes now that you're not you've even normalized faced. it. Like these have to be these have to be slutty. Ugh. Okay. I feel like we almost have to take a week off of Smut Tales so that way you could <laughs> at least ask for references. As for references, I mean, I should have texted Rachel because she read one that the last two that she, like last, there's two that she read that she was telling me about that like literally she was like, Nora, like it was intense for me to read. So that one, one of them was, does it hurt? Which basically I was told I, I can't read that one. It's very, very dark and I won't be able to handle it. And then the other one was, uh, I can't remember what it was called. That's I okay. can picture the cover of it though, but. You've never seen, okay, you are talking about highlights earlier. Let's move oh, on. Oh, I recognize that. Okay. I was about to say, every kid should know, or any person should know what a highlights magazine is. Oh, the book she read was Sugar Daddies. See, now Sugar Daddy sounds like a good book. I don't. She did not send me the quotes of of the of the book, but at one point, um, they were stretching the female out to be able to fit to, her vagina. Yeah, so they were like fisting, like putting full fists up her um, to stretch her out, so that way she would be able to take more. Now that's the stuff that we're looking for. <laughs> okay, that's well. the stuff. <laughs> That we're looking for, Ms. Can I Nora. phone a friend and have Rachel read this? No, it's too late. Like I said, you get one shot. I know. I failed. We just got to get those spice levels back up. We got to get to five out of fives. If it, if you don't think that it's a five out of five, don't bring it. We need your best. You've set the bar. You know, the reason why I didn't play sports was because I don't take criticism very well. <laughs> 
and you basically talking to me like I'm a coach and I'm failing at this. I just want to go cry. Like, look at this. Rory knows I'm upset and she came to emotionally support me. So when you were in band, didn't you have a band instructor that was giving you constructive criticism? And I cried. Why would you cry over that? Because I didn't. You take that information and you use it to make yourself better. That's Mm, it. No. I mean, look at this. Rory is at my feet consoling me because she knows how upset you've made me. I did not make your mom upset, Rory. Yeah. I'm just going to go have to eat my heart out now. No, don't, don't, don't eat your heart out. Why not? Because that's not good. That's not good. Your friends already think that I'm a murderer, so I don't need them (laughs) to like find out that you're eating a heart. So (laughs) Nora and I were talking about just before we were doing this podcast about sharing our locations because a couple of our friends share their locations with their, with their spouses and a couple of their friends and whatnot. And last year, Nora and I went out on vacation, and I planned the whole thing. I didn't know know where we were going. Until we got on the road. And I had the Airbnb booked. I had, like, all the plans set and everything like that. And so one of Nora's friends told her that she needed to share her location with her, so that way she knows where she was at. She just thought that it was super weird that she was going on vacation and didn't and didn't know where she was going. And so Nora shared her location with her so that way she could find out where they're going. And uh, I thought it was kind of rude, to be honest with you, that they don't trust me. (laughs) And they think that I'm going to do something. So I texted your friend and I I told her, I said, (laughs) I'm glad you thanks for thinking I'm a murderer. And at first, I don't know why she didn't have my number saved. She said, I'm sorry. Who is this? I think you have the wrong number. And I said, it's Luke. Nora and I were just talking about sharing locations. She said, you have her location for when we went on vacation. She said, oh, LOL. Yes, I do have her location. You can never be too careful. I'm just going to say thanks for trusting me. I like how I don't even have her location, though. Does that make me like seem like a shitty friend that I don't request her location? Yeah. You should have her location. I probably should, but I also then feel like I feel like a burden asking for that. No, I, if she has your location, I think it's only fair for you to have hers. That's true. Like it's it, it's a two-way <laughs> street there. That's true. But I don't know because I have I have an Android phone. Nora has iPhone. an iPhone, so I don't know how you share location with I think a different device. It's there. I think Google may have something. They probably do. I, I bet you I can find it in two seconds. Online. I mean, you worked for a phone company. You would think people would have asked you these questions and you would have had to answer them. But no, not really. I mean, because most people would have iPhones and it's super simple to turn on. Yeah. So, but on an Android, I think most of the people at least that I dealt with when they were buying Androids, they always thought that They were single loners? No. That no one cared about them, that they needed to share their location with someone? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it. Yeah. And they and they stay at home and read smut. They sound um, like a great person. No, but what I was going to say is, I don't, usually those type of people, at least the ones that I dealt with, were kind of like anti-tracking, and they thought that Androids 
were the ones that wouldn't allow you to do all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, because Androids, they don't send any information to the government. I forgot. Exactly. Only iPhones do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think anybody that came in with an Android would actually ask those questions. So I don't know. I'll have to YouTube something to see how we could do that. Do a little quick Google search. I got to keep tabs on you. But I, I do think that is one good thing to have for your partner, their location, just in case anything ever happened. And you were making a joke with your friend. You you said, well, if someone ever kidnaps my husband, I just hope that they take his car wherever <laughs> they kidnap him because there is a GPS on my car. Yeah, I can see where your car is at. So that so, would be the only way, but most are, likely they're and, not going to do that. Until we get our location thing set up. Can you just make sure that if you are going to get kidnapped, you volunteer your car? I'll, I'll say, hey, hold on. Time out, guys. I know you're in the middle of kidnapping me right now. But I got a full take of gas in the Bronco. Yeah, let's go. It gets 31 <laughs> miles to the gallon. We'll be good. And I just got an oil change. So we're good for about 6K miles, okay? We'll be good. And you know what? Snacks on me first first road, tri- uh, road trip stop, okay? I'll, I'll get you combos. I'll get you Twizzlers, whatever you want. But it has to be in this car. <laughs> My wife says so. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even throw that out. And I think they would get so suspicious just based off of that. They would be like, "What's this? What's up with this dude? Why he's does willingly, he want us he's to willing- take his car so bad?" Does, they would be like, "This motherfucker has a GPS on him, like on his car." Or you know what? We'll just shoot him right here. We don't want that. No, we don't want that. But. Rachel and I always joke that if we ever got kidnapped, they would return us because we would just talk about Taylor Swift the whole time and they would just get sick of hearing about Taylor Swift that they would just return us. It's a good strategy to take. I mean. Just be like, hey, dude. I'd just be like, knock. Did like, you know Taylor be, Swift has a new album coming out <laughs> next month? We would be in the back of the van just knocking and be like, have you heard about our Lord and Savior, Taylor Swift? Let's start from the beginning. So when she was 15, <laughs> just go. Hey, you know what? Those guys might turn the gun on themselves and just be. Able- so, yeah, either either they would let me go because they didn't want to hear me or they would then just shoot themselves because they couldn't take any more. Or I would convert them to be a Swifty and then we would become best friends and then they'd be so grateful that I converted them to listen to the the greatest greatest artist of all time that they wouldn't want to they wouldn't want to murder me and then they would be like you think has taylor swift's location who are the people that are so inside of her circle that have her location her mom joe and her her boyfriend fiance husband we don't we we think that they're secretly married but we're not 100 percent sure we think that we there's been rumors that they've been secretly engaged for a while but we don't know. But she's also a pretty private person. Like personal life wise, you don't really know much about her. I know. <laughs> you guys, when I say you guys, I'm talking about Swifties. Swifties. You know everything about that girl. No, we know, you know everything. Her, her, her cycle. We. I don't know that. How crazy would it be? Because you know how they say like women that like work together and stuff yeah. like that. They get on the same cycle. If all Swifties were on the same cycle. That'd be pretty funny. And then all of a sudden, when Midnight's comes out in October, all the Swifties are on their period listening to this album. 
that would be really emotional. I'm really nervous now that it's going to be my time of the month when it comes out. I'm, I'm telling you. The last album that she released, wasn't it Red? Yeah. Sad Girl Fall. Sad Girl Fall. Maybe that's what she's trying to Two do. Two years in a row. Hmm. That would be funny. But like. They're all synced up. You know how like everyone has like TV shows that they watch like certain times of year. Like no. Gilmore Girls is like known to a lot of people as like the fall TV show. Like when the weather's cooling down, you start watching Gilmore Girls again. Unless unless you're me who just watches it all year round. And then like Taylor Swift is like your sad girl, autumn girl that like if you need an emotional song to listen to in the car and you know, you go. You got to be wearing a flannel. Yes. I mean. You got to have on the browns and the maroons. I know. We need to go to Old Navy and get that flannel that matches the Evermore jacket. You're okay. You have a lot of flannels. I have one flannel. It's blue. Six. I have one. It's blue. Six. I have one flannel shacket. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. This I have jacket. the brown flannel shacket, and then I have one like blue flannel button up. Got it. So I need more. Not really. But that's mm, okay. I do. But I mean, that's okay if you don't agree. I don't agree. I'm still going to get it. You do whatever you <laughs> want to do. Whatever makes you happy, Miss Nora. Thank you. At least you know that. <laughs> Just don't spend too much money, okay? Don't spend too much money. That's all I'm asking. I made promises to other people that I would not have a budget. To who? Undisclosed people. Why would you make that decision with them and not me? Because Rory said I didn't have to have a budget. She doesn't even know what money. She eats her own poop. <laughs> so? Oh, I got to tell you this story. So I was on a on a Zoom call. We we uh, The company that I work for, we don't use Zoom. We use another thing. It's called WebEx. And we were on one of those. And there were some new people on there. And they kept saying, hey, we need you to sit a lot, like tell us this fun fact or something like that. I'm like, man, this company has asked for more fun facts about me than <laughs> any other company that I've ever worked for. And I guess working in radio, all of my secrets, all of my things that you would ever know about me were always said on the air. So you always knew everything, right? Yeah. So I guess it's a different position. Not a lot of people know that much about me. So they go and they are like, all right, Luke, your turn. And I'm like, hi, my name's Luke. Uh, I've worked here for a few weeks now. Um, I'm really excited about the opportunities that we have coming up. And I said, um, fun fact about me, I have a dog. Her name's Rory. And uh, she likes to eat her own poop. <laughs> and you could just see everyone's face on that WebEx. They're like, this dude is fucking weird. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there was a coworker that was not on that call earlier in the day. And she had to go back and listen to it. And she goes, oh, my gosh. I legit laughed out loud i was crying so hard at your fun fact on the call this morning she's like i can't believe you said that your dog eats her own poop for your fun fact i mean and i was like i had to bring something i was like i was trying to get a cheap joke you know poop jokes are always funny i was like i'm immature 
So poop jokes will always be funny to me. They always land. They always land. And luckily my boss is immature like me too. And she laughed at it. Like just a little giggle. I think since there was new hires on there, she didn't want to look too immature. You know what I'm saying? She had to play it kind of cool. But I'm getting text messages over there. Did you get a text message from uh, Sarah? No, I'm getting pic- baby pictures. Oh, I thought maybe you got a text message from Sarah after um, I just texted her about all that. No, but she's in the group message. Did she respond in that? No. The group message? Okay. No. I asked, I told Kristen happy one week of being a mom. Uh, gotcha. And she sent me pictures of the little babies. Oh, nice. He's so tiny. Well, he was only four pounds when he was. Right. Born, I remember. So he's just so tiny. Give away too many details. Oh, she's already home. Look so. at that. Look at that. All right. Well, thanks for showing up this week for Smut Tail Wednesday. Sorry you were disappointed. I mean, hey, listen. Sometimes I went to baseball games thinking that we were going to beat that team that day. And then for whatever reason, we just didn't have it. It happens. That's why in Major League Baseball, they play 162 of them. Do you feel like the quote would have been better if you read it? No, I don't think so. I I do a bad job at reading the quotes. I really do. I don't know what would make me better at reading reading those quotes. Probably. Because sometimes when you start reading a book, you develop voices for those characters. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a voice picked out for that character. Would you ever read a smut tale? I'm not totally against it. Maybe. They're very educational. If it it was a story that I was actually intrigued in, yes. So not the female dominant one? No. I I wouldn't read that one. I would need need a good story. Like what kind of storyline are you wanting? And I'll find you a smut tale to read. Um, you know, the one that I always would go back to is about... Um, a pizza delivery driver. That's porn. Oh, I, I thought. <laughs> oh, wrong, wrong genre. Are you? <laughs> are you like? Uh, do you like the storyline where they hate each other and then they fall in love? Do you like it when they're friends and then they fall in love? Do you just? That's a good question. I think I like. Do you like an age gap? No, I don't like age gaps. Oh. I don't like age gaps. I think the ones. You're missing out on age gaps. <laughs> that I usually like are, for example, I like the movie The Breakup. I like Hitch. I like. So um, you like an enemies to lovers. Well, yeah, but there needs to be that little breakup in there and then them coming back together. So you want a lover's breakup to lovers. Correct, yeah. Okay. I yeah. can I can find you I, one. I, Fever Pitch, I think that happened. Do you know Fever Pitch? I probably have seen it. Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon. Then no, I have not seen it. You haven't seen it? We'll have to watch that one. It's a baseball movie. Oh. It's not like a baseball baseball <laughs> movie. It's P, It's Jimmy Fallon. He is a big fan of the Red Sox, and he meets this lovely lady mm-hmm. who's played by Drew Barrymore 
She was not a baseball fan. He has season tickets to the Red Sox game. They go to all the games that year. He invited her to opening day, which was like a huge day because he always had opening day saved for a friend to go. So it was it was a big ordeal. It's a it's a good movie. I think it's it might be up there as one of Drew Barrymore's best best cinema. I got two books that I think you would like. So one of them is, and I recommended this one to Rachel, is the girl um, buys season tickets to the Bears. She buys two tickets in hopes of every game to bring a new guy with to have a one-night stand with because she just wants to have, like, football fling. So she meets a guy who decides to be, he's like, I'll go with you the first game as like your test run. Like, I'm not interested in you. He's like, but I'll take a free ticket to a Bears game. And like, you can kind of, you can kind of talk to me and it will be kind of like that trial run. Well, he ends up really liking her and has, and, has, and then tries to convince her like, no, 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 don't take a new guy every game. Just keep going with me. So that one I think you would like because it's kind of like. It's a little sporty, like you're getting sports in there. Yes, you get a little bit of sports analogy in there. And the other one's a baseball one where it's a female. She, her father gets arrested. So she has to take over as the like owner of this baseball team in like a small town, Pennsylvania. I'll I'll read that one. Okay. I'll read that one. Because that book kind of reminds me a little bit. I think you've told me about this. Yeah, and then the, then a baseball player, um, he ends up having to go play for this team because the girl's dad does like a really shitty trade mm-hmm. and gets he gets stuck on this team and he can't get out of his contract. So he See, gets stuck playing for this team. This book sounds a little bit like Little Big League. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. It's one of my favorite baseball movies. I think it's very underrated. Um, But... Dude is like 12 years old. His grandpa dies. The grandpa leaves the team to his grandson. And his grandson takes over as manager of the Minnesota Twins. And one of the players falls in love with the kid's mom. Oh. Mm-hmm. There was a romance there. Okay. And then Billy Hayward, who is the manager slash owner of the team, mm-hmm. got really mad at that guy for fucking his mom. So there is, you know, there was some fighting going on between the two of them, but it ended up the, the mom and the player, they got together. Billy was happy. It was a good ending. They lost in the, uh, I believe it was the wild card game um, or some playoff scenario. Maybe it was to get to the playoffs, but yeah, it's, it's a good movie. Okay. And I'll that's pull- why I, I appreciate little big leagues because it's not really your storybook ending mm. of them winning the World Series or something like that. They lose, which you don't see that happen that much. So I, I appreciate that. Okay. Well, I'll I'll pull that book for you. What, what's it called? All right. I'll we'll pull table it. that. Yeah, but I'll pull it for you. It's on Kindle Unlimited. Um, I don't know how to read. Well, you're going to learn. Um it's only like 260 pages, too. Oh, I could read that in a weekend. Okay. If you think so. Let's I, I actually, I don't think I could read that in a weekend. The one time I read Joe Buck's book, that was like 
200 and something pages, maybe 300 pages. Yeah, I read, you read that one pretty oh, fast. Yeah. I put my mind to it. It's called Warning Track. Warning Track Power. Warning Track, and it's a series. Mm. The girl so. must never get off. <clears throat> that's what that's telling me. No, because it's a series of like different players on the baseball team. That get a chance at dating this girl? No, 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 no. So it's it's kind of it's called a standalone series. So each book, it's got two new main characters, but the characters from like the previous book are also intertwined. Kind of like how my Salacious Players Club is, where it's like the four friends that okay, are owners. So they're all different books, but same characters. Yes. Telling those characters' stories in new books. Yes. Got but it. then, but you still got to kind of learn about. Book one's characters in book three because you kind of get to see how they, I really in like someone st- else's perspective. I yes. Take it. I really like standalone series because how I love an epilogue of like how they end up. It's kind of nice that does warning track power have an epilogue? Yes. I won't read it. You don't have, then don't read the damn epilogue. I won't. And what's the one at the beginning? Prologue. Won't read that shit either. I don't think it has a prologue. But I will get, I'll download Warning Track for you. Warning Track. Yeah. I'm excited to read it. Because the Kindle app's on your tablet thingy, so you can read it on that. On my tablet thingy? On, this, on that tablet. Oh, yeah. Let's, hopefully the battery's charged. I don't know if I'm going to be able to read on that thing. Okay. Might well, hurt my eyes a little bit, but we'll see. I'll I'll buy you a Kindle. No, I'm okay. We don't need to be spending. <laughs> I would rather you have spend money on me on something else. Oh. Than a Kindle. <laughs> Something that would use a little bit more. I use my Kindle every day. That's you. I wouldn't. <laughs> Big difference. I like there. how you're like, don't, no, babe, I don't need anything. You're like, I'd rather you spend that money on me for something else. <laughs> like, Listen, I, I, I don't need it. But if you were going to spend that money, I would rather it be something else oh. than, a, than a Kindle. And Rory agrees. Rory agrees. Well... I, we went over the half hour limit. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's happened the last few episodes. I've had a, had a, I've had a lot to say. There's was... one subject that I've been wanting to talk about for a few few episodes, but I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm sorry I talk so much. No, it's okay. That's that's the point of this Wednesday show. You're supposed to talk. Like a, a podcast with no talking, not great. Kind of awkward. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> The whole point is to hear what somebody has to say. So well, Monday, I'll be back. I'll have a top three. I'll have some other things. Maybe I'll finally get to that thing that I was telling you about. It has something to do with fundraising. Maybe okay, I won't. need to get that off my and chest. And then you can give a pizza update. A pizza update? Yeah, because you talked about how you didn't do a good job on the pizza last Friday. Oh, yeah. Pizza Friday coming up. So I will talk about that, too, if I, if I do accomplish if we have to order little caesars or not no hey listen if 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 this one doesn't work out we're not ordering little caesars this time because i do have a taste for good pizza oh so okay that that will be that all right thanks for showing up thanks for being a great listener i appreciate you and i'll talk to you on monday here on the luke kelly show Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.